business to new insane revenue levels doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about the right strategy, team, efficiencies, and confidence. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. With over 1 million downloads, it's the go-to business podcast dedicated to business owners who want to evolve out of operating in the day-to-day and make their dreams come true. I'm your host, Annette Walter, and I'm so happy you are here. As a former banker, I have now been an entrepreneur for over 15 years and have started, grown, acquired, and sold over 20 multi-million dollar companies to date. Together, you and I will strengthen your existing business, build your dream team and process, grow your wealth and legacy, all while surrounding you with a community of rockstar entrepreneurs just like yourself. Are you ready to evolve? Let's get started. Hey there, business owner. Welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. Today's interview is honestly, it's going to blow you away. You're going to love it. Ken Coleman. If you haven't followed him or heard about him, more than likely you have because he's really everywhere and anywhere. He is the host of the nationally syndicated radio show, The Ken Coleman Show, and and a best-selling author. His most recent book is From Paycheck to Purpose, The Clear Path to Doing Work You Love. He's been featured in Forbes and Fox News, Fox Business Network, and also on The Rachel Ray Show. What he shares is powerful, and I want you to pay special attention to our conversation and the moment that we talk about leadership and his definition of leadership. And then later in the episode, we talk about his view on New Year's resolutions and what that looks like to him personally. I'm happy you are here. I am proud of you. I see what you're doing on the sidelines, and I want to make sure that you aren't doing it alone. So if you haven't had the chance to reach out and book your one-to-one breakthrough session with me, make sure you do it. The link is below in the show notes. And I encourage you to join our Entrepreneur Evolution groups. These are our biweekly groups that help hold you accountable and grow in your business. So keep evolving, entrepreneur. I am so proud of you and enjoy today's episode. Good morning, Ken. Welcome. Good to be with you. Thank you so much for having me. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Things are just, you know, off to a great start so far in 2022. And there's definitely a different vibe in the year. Everybody always gets excited for a clean slate, Mm -hmm. a fresh start. And I'm really happy that we are here actually on January 3rd. So appropriately recording this together. Mm -hmm. So I know that our audience is going to gain so much from you. A lot of them know you, a lot of them don't know you. So why don't you start with the quick backdrop, your, your story, and, and we'll take it from there. Wow. That's a big question. My backstory, you know, (laughs) yeah, the short version is, um, I was on a very purposeful path from my teens into my early twenties and into my early thirties. The path was, uh, supposed to be public service in the political arena. And that was something that I, uh, again, carved a, a pretty clear lane towards and, and prepared my whole life for. And then in my early 30s, began to see that uh, there were some question marks there. And those question marks turned into exclamation points that I was not uh, supposed to go that direction. And so began to wrestle with that, the uncertainty that mm-hmm. comes with that. Certainty that 
there needs to be a change, but uncertain which direction. That's quite a cocktail. Right. And so that kept me paralyzed for a bit. And I decided to really wrestle with it. And I turned inward. I did have some relationships with some executive coaches who specialized in helping high achievers get clear. Mm -hmm. And so they were lending me their advice, lending me some of their resources, and really just went into a hole for six weeks of self-discovery and trying to find the clues, the patterns in my life that led me to this and then would lead me forward. And got clear that it was uh, moving into broadcasting and the media space. But again, wasn't quite sure which direction. And I'm shortening the story because it's a, it's a long story. And so uh, the, the background, though, is that I'm a guy who made a pretty significant switch and pivot in my early 30s and over a seven-year journey, got to Ramsey Solutions, paid my dues for about three more years and 10 years to step into the dream job where I now you know, host a nationally syndicated program. It's on Sirius XM, best-selling author, where I help people discover who they are so that they can see uh, what their unique contribution to the world is through their work. I just believe that work is something we were created to do. It's not mm-hmm. something we just do to survive, to get a paycheck. It's something that we do with great purpose to contribute to the world. And so that's what I do now. But it comes from uh, interestingly enough, solving my own problem right. and realizing that, hey, more people need the uh, ability to discover who they really are and mm-hmm. see where they can make that unique contribution at work because we don't teach this in schools, right? unfortunately. At least we don't yet. I'm working on that. So uh, that's the backstory on who I am, my background, and why I coach adults every day uh, live uh, on the air. I love it. I love it. And your show is amazing. We're going to drop everything in the show notes so that those can find you and, and learn even more from you. I want to key in on a word that you said, though. You said, you know, it took me a moment. So let's talk about moments. How, how long did that moment really last for you? And was it something of that discovery? Did it come from your gut, your heart, your mind, or, or really kind of everything? Because people are going through this right now. People are saying, I hear people say it to me all the time. Annette, like, I just know something is big, bigger's out there for me. So, right. Mm -hmm. So what's a, what was a moment? Like, let's give a real. Yeah. Yeah. I love that that. question. actually. (laughs) So you asked two questions. I'll answer the second one first. Mm -hmm. Second question you asked was, was it your heart, your gut, your head? Mm -hmm. Um, And turns out it was all three. Yeah. And those are connected by the way. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of neuroscience and research that's been done that, that shows that the gut, those gut feelings are actually a physical response to the logic in the brain. And we've got to stop separating gut feelings from logic. Um, when our logic is engaged and we have a gut feeling, the gut feeling is the brain telling the body pay attention, pay attention. Mm -hmm. Um, I won't go down that rabbit trail, but there's research Mm -hmm. uh, that, that proves that's true. They, they, they literally tested, they put heart monitors on grandmaster chess players Mm. and they found that every time that these world-class genius chess players made a bad move, their heart rate spiked right beforehand. And so we've got to learn to listen to our body sometimes Mm -hmm. because our mind will play tricks on us. So that that's the answer to the first question. So it was all of them. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. That's like a moment, whole other podcast, right? <laughs> it kind of is, but, but, but I give that to you folks to understand that, Hey, it's, we got to start paying attention to these gut feelings. Um, the moment that sticks out to me because it was, it was the moment where I really said, okay, there's something here. Right. Um, I had been wrestling. I shared just a moment ago, my story I'd been wrestling with. I knew it wasn't politics anymore for a variety of reasons, but I knew it wasn't politics, but I didn't know what direction I needed to go. And I remember I was wrestling with this for several months and kind of paralyzed by the unknown. Right. And my wife is before kids. And so my wife was on a trip to New York with girlfriends to see Broadway plays. Huh? And I was at home and, uh, I remember it was a Friday night. I'd gone to dinner with some friends and I came home and uh, I'm a big nerd. My favorite show was Larry King live for you young people. You don't know who he is for you people, my age and older, you know, who he is his legendary. I'm right liberal. there with you. I got you. And I love that format where he would be elbow to elbow with people. Right. And so I remember watching that night live. I'm sitting on my living room couch, watching him interview Oprah Winfrey. I'll fast forward to a point in the conversation where he said to her, and this was at the height of her popularity. So, I mean, she, she was, she, she owned the world at that point. Right. And he said, Oprah, would you ever consider running for political office? U S Senate from Illinois, or maybe even president, a very legitimate question. I thought, and she immediately dismissed it. And she said, absolutely not. No way. And he did the, the thing that a good interviewer will do. And he followed up, he stayed there. He said, why so dismissive? Why are I so certain of that? And she said, Larry, between my show, uh, O Magazine, the live events we do, the other, the network I'm developing, I can influence more people every day through that than I ever could as United States Senator or President. And when she said that, I'm in this season of, you know, I know it's not politics and she validates everything in that moment. And she, and, and I go, she's right. Wow. Because the minute you say you're going to run for office and identify what party you're with or some belief, it just immediately ostracizes you and polarizes you. And this is back then it's even right. worse now. So right. that was the tuning fork moment where I thought, wait a second, media and broadcasting has the chance to cross so many different lines. Mm. Now, I didn't know at the time, the type of broadcasting, but that was the moment where media and broadcasting became a extremely viable option. I, I, I couldn't sleep that night. Um, um, Cause you're getting, you're excited, right? Cause you were thinking. Yeah. Because, that? well, there was what I knew is that there was alignment. The reason that I wanted to go into politics is because I wanted to help people transform their lives, help people serve people. And the way I was going to do it would be through content and ideas in the form of legislation, right. speaking, writing, driving policy discussions. Well, if you go to media, it's it's still largely the same. I want to help transform people's lives through the spoken written work, right? So there were some immediate parallels that I that I resonated with. So that was the moment where broadcasting became a really fun but scary idea. Well, and who would have thought Friday night you're sitting on the couch, kind of having you know a, a moment to yourself, and here watching TV, and you have this this big aha moment. It's incredible. Yeah. And, not only that, politics, you'd be following someone else's path, right? You'd be following this almost a quote unquote set path to go that route, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This way, you, you're really blazing your own trail. Mm-hmm. You can make mm-hmm. anything happen. And those creative juices that you have are really allowing you to do that. So 
tell us about the show. How, yeah. how does it feel? Is it so much, is it so much fun? Do you love it? Well, I love it. I mean, you know, I think, I think the ability to communicate directly with the audience mm -hmm. is, is something special that radio, it is. you know, really cornered. And so we're bringing it to TV and that we're putting it on YouTube and we hope to bring it to traditional TV. Of course, traditional TV is changing, you know, by the day. Absolutely. But what is unique about it is I teach every show I teach uh, uh, fresh content, every show speaking directly to problems and then mm -hmm. uh, offering solutions. But then the ability for the, for the audience to call in and, and to coach somebody live on the air. Um, there's something really intimate about that. I mean, it's, it's incredibly intimate, you know, it's a terrifying prospect for people. Uh, but there are a lot of brave souls that call in every day. And, and so the audience who doesn't call in, they can still, you know, kind of not kind of they're eavesdropping. I mean, ultimately into a one-on-one -on -one conversation. There's something powerful about that, you know, Absolutely. and uh, Absolutely. yeah, it's, it's special. It's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I, you know, at the end of the day, if you take broadcasting away or writing books or giving speeches away, I'm still a coach. Mm -hmm. And I think what we attempt to do on the show is directly coaching and indirectly coaching people. It's mm -hmm. great. It's great. So let me switch gears quickly. And I, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time here, but as we start to wrap this up, I want to talk about leadership. There's a lot of leadership quotes out there. Mm -hmm. Is there anyone or is there any quote that rings specifically true to you and that you like to repeat and, and share with the audience? Wow. Um, so many, you know, I worked for John Maxwell for years. Mm -hmm. And so uh, John, when it comes to leadership, you know, he's a, he's a real master of, of crystallizing issues and mm -hmm. boiling them down. And I think, one quote that sticks out certainly is leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less, something mm -hmm. John has said a million times. Mm -hmm. And the reason that's such a powerful quote is it, the power is in its plainness, the plain mm -hmm. spoken reality that leadership, good leadership, mediocre leadership, dreadful leadership, it's all influence. And so are you, mm -hmm. is there great influence coming out of you as a leader? Is there mediocre influence or is there dreadful influence? Mm. I think that's why that's such a powerful quote, you know, and, and I, I think we need to understand that as leaders, you know, in 2022 leadership uh, can be very complex. Mm -hmm. And yet the complexity of issues in front of a leader uh, doesn't change the simple fact that leadership is about influence. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to simplify leadership to address the complexity, right. the way you do it is you wake up every day and you go, I think there's two questions that you need to ask every day of the people that you lead, whether it's a team of six and then they lead a team of 60, whatever it is, the people that you lead, you're going to have to ask these two questions. I think on a daily basis, number one, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. That's a very personal question. How are you doing? It's not a greeting in the hallway where we briskly walk past somebody and right. it's, it's, it's now, Hey, hi. No, it's, Hey, how are you doing? How's the family? Mm -hmm. How's your mom? I know she's been sick, you know, really be personal with people. They need to be seen and heard. Mm -hmm. They need to be loved. Right. And the second question is how can I help you win? This is the essence of leadership as the leader. It's your job to identify with your people, what it is that you can do to help them win. Because right. if they're winning, you are winning. 
And uh, so, so there's a quote and then, and then two questions that I think as leaders, if you can ask those and respond to those questions, right. You're going to win. Absolutely. Absolutely. When we, when we grow our people and we fully see them impact the world and, and help their families grow, our companies grow. And it's, it's so true. And I just, I love everything that you just said. That was really, really amazing. So what do you do this time of year to prepare yourself? Are you a resolutions? Are you a goal? Are you a manifesto? What kind of intentions do you set for the year? And what does that look like for you, Ken? Well, uh, you know, I, uh, two things, one, I decompress. Great. And so this is my first day back. Uh, I've been off for two and a half. I mean, I've been off for two work weeks. Right. You know, uh, it's really important for me to not coach anybody. It's important mm-hmm. for me not to teach. Right. It's important for me not to create one piece of content. Mm-hmm. Um, I just need time to decompress and, and just be a human and rest and chill out and enjoy and all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a resolution guy. Um, I don't think the science behind resolutions is good. Uh, there's just a lot of data out there. It's not good. And, you know, it's interesting. I'm a word nerd. If you, if you get behind, you know, kind of the root of what this concept is as a resolution, it's, it's resolve. Like I, I resolve, or I'm going to be resolute. Right. And, and I think that, and I'm trying to be too nerdy, but <laughs> I'm trying to teach. We like others. nerdy. I love nerdy. I'm a nerd too. Well, so I, I think you got to understand. Yeah, I think you got to understand the science and and the words to understand what's coming out of these things. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm a person of tremendous purpose. Mm-hmm. I don't just write about it, right? And teach it. I live it. And so I I keep things pretty simple. You know, I don't. Re- I'm not resolving to do to doing a bunch of new things. Uh, in business, because me and my team, we've, we've already said here, these are major initiatives, right? I mean, we have major initiatives we're going after all the time. Mm -hmm. December 19th was the last day I worked in the office, but none of those major initiatives changed. Right. Um, It's going to take years to accomplish. Absolutely. What we are setting out to accomplish. So there's, so from that standpoint, you know, and I think everybody can have this. It's like, what are my mate? What are my mountaintops? Mm-hmm. What are my mountaintops personally? What are my mountaintops physically? What are my mountaintops spiritually? What are my mountaintops mentally? What are my mountaintops professionally? Mm-hmm. I, I like mountaintops. And when we know what our mountaintops are, then I don't need resolutions. Goals, yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely goals. Setting goals, absolutely. And I and I set some goals in all of those areas, Good. but even the goals are somewhat fluid right? in that I know what my mountaintops are and I know what my eye is on and I know that's up here. And so I'm climbing. And if you think about the great mountain climbers, they don't wake up every day going, okay, uh, here's seven goals, right? They, they wake up and they go, okay, the summit yep. Here we is go. still this far away. Mm-hmm. The weather pattern has changed. And so those goals are, are in some ways, those are, those are daily and, and minute by minute for the mountain climbers. So I'm all for goals, mm-hmm. but I also am for being present mm-hmm. and seeing where I stand on the side of the mountain. And that determines 
what my daily goal is. And I, I like much more being present and kind of daily coming up with, okay, what's important today? So good. Um, because sometimes goals become almost impossible and they become static mm-hmm. and stale mm-hmm. and reminders of, oh, I didn't get there as opposed to, wait a second. Right. I, I made progress today. Right. That's kind of my way of doing things. Now, again, let me just say, that's very personal to me, but I, 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 I'm more wanting people to catch the philosophy behind that. Absolutely. I know what my mountaintops are. So each day needs to be about progress towards the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. So how can we support you? How can we support the show? How can we find out more about you? What's the best place to, to contact you? Ken? Well, you know, that's very nice. You know, I, I, I would flip that and say to your audience, you know, I want to support you. I, I love entrepreneurs. I think entrepreneurs are really the spirit of, of what we call American business. Right. You know, you, we, we hear terms like phrase, like the American dream. And I think that embodied in that American dream is the, is the spirit of the entrepreneur. Right. Uh, we're also seeing, you know, more than ever, um, Gen Z, which is the generation below millennials, they're thinking about coming out of high school and starting businesses. Right. One of the major reasons why we're seeing an employment gap right now with jobs available and people being unemployed and it's not matching up is that people aren't going back to the traditional jobs. They're starting their own thing, whether it be yeah. an Etsy page or a YouTube yeah. channel or whatever. And I know your audience is a, is a much uh, more advanced entrepreneur, but I, I would say this, connect with me at kencoleman.com. Right. Um, you know, uh, the Entree Leadership Podcast is one of the Ramsey products. I used to host it for many years. Our events, you know, engage with me um, on social um, if I can serve the entrepreneur, because I think purpose, what I teach, my core methodologies that you were created to use what you do best talent, yeah. to do work you love passion, to produce results that matter to you mission. And as the entrepreneur, new ideas need to be in that framework. Mm-hmm. You, the great entrepreneurs, the entrepreneurs that sustain greatness are ones that love the work and care deeply about the result. It's not just a hot little business idea. Right. And so if you can engage passion and mission, if I can help you on that journey, um, then I'd love to. KenColeman.com to connect with everything that we're doing on the shows and everything else. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I love everything that you're doing, your books, your show. Uh, congratulations on your growth and your continued success. Last question here, Ken, Yeah. what's your personal mantra? What's the thing that you tell yourself to snap out of doubt or to keep you going in the morning? That kind of is your, your go-to phrase. That my greatness lies within my uniqueness. Mm. And when I'm having a bad day or I've blown it or whatever, or I don't feel, maybe I feel overlooked or somebody hasn't discovered me yet or whatever, you know, whatever that stuff that we all deal with. Right. is that I remind myself that I was uniquely made and right. I have a unique combination of talent, a unique combination of passion and a unique combination of mission. And when I just show up to be the best version of me, mm-hmm. I'm going to make the unique contribution that I was created to make. So relax, get over it mm-hmm. and, and be you. It's great. I really like that. Thank you for starting your year with us. Thank you for being here. You are amazing and I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Wow, what an episode. Did you learn something new? 
I hope so. I am so happy you were able to be here with us today. I'd love to hear from you. Leave me a review and I will be sure to read it and respond to you. Also, if you'd like to email me, my email address is urock at iEvolveConsulting.com. Hit subscribe and every Tuesday you'll get notification when the next episode drops. We really have some amazing interviews and tips in the future. Anything you need, I'm here for you. I want you to keep your momentum. I want to help you stay accountable. I want you to stay inspired. I want you to evolve. So please let me know what you need and I'd love to hear from you. Take care until next time.